Hey, everyone. We want to take a moment to tell you about the sponsor of this podcast, Roosevelt. You may know Roosevelt as the company who makes those rad, all-over print button-downs with just about every franchise that you love. They, of course, have Star Wars, because this is a Star Wars podcast, but they also have Harry Potter, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, NASA, WWE, The Office, Nickelodeon, Rick and Morty, Friends, all kinds of other stuff, including new lines from Yellowstone and The Godfather. And not just button-downs, but t-shirts. They do shorts, jackets, hoodies, koozies, flannels, so many different kinds of items, so many dope designs. So if you're interested in picking something up for the first time, go to rsvlts.com and use promo code THANKTHEMAKER with no spaces to get 20% off your first purchase. Once again, that's rsvlts.com. Use promo code THANKTHEMAKER to get 20% off of your first purchase. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello there, and welcome to Think the Maker, a podcast about heroes, princesses, scoundrels, hokey religions, ancient weapons, and all things Star Wars. I'm Adam Russell. Hey guys, I'm Ryan Key. Hello, this is Nick Ganbarian. I am Mosh Forster, and we have a show for you. Do we ever? I like to say that every every show. I feel like it's... I mean, my body already hurts from moshing so oh much tonight goodness. on this it's show. Just a fact, Mike for Muster. Yeah, Mosh Mosh Muster. Sure, Nick. And Marsh to Kitty Ryan Key. <laughs> nice. Ryan Mosh Eyes Key. Key. Yeah. Mosh Eyes Key. Mosh Eisel Key. Eisel Key. This is not my intention, and it's going so much worse than I thought. All right, let's take a break. Let's, let's do a break. Do a commercial. Start over. <laughs> okay. Matt Damon. Um, <laughs> Matt Damon. We're talking about Mosh Eisley. We're doing it. Best party in the galaxy. Because it's, I mean, we're mere days away. At the time of this recording, I don't know, what's what's the math between Tuesday and Saturday? Are we mere days away from the biggest Mosh Eisley to date? That's a fact. Okay. Mm. I'm mm. so proud of you guys. Yeah, as of a few days ago, we have sold the most tickets that we ever have for Mosh Eisley. Look at what you've built, you nerds. Eating out San Diego Comic-Con last year. So, hey. Look at what you did, you little nerds. I've been sitting on the sidelines watching you guys build your little party. You know, oh, we're going to stony pony. And I'm so proud of you. Look at this. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Dad. I know you wanted me to go to med school. Building it off the backs of other people's music and, uh, and other <laughs> people's IP. It's fucking great. Thanks for the songs, Ryan. <laughs> You're welcome. Good times. Great oldies. That's actually what it is. Love that. So this one is happening in Orlando on the 3rd, February 3rd. Um, it's the weekend of Megacon. We've been talking about it every week, and it's finally here almost. Megacon starts... Probably when this episode goes up that day, Thursday the 1st. It's yep. Tuesday right now. Yep. So if you're walking in the gates with your AirPods in listening to this, we see you. We see you through the force. Megacon, like 
most cons is three or four days, right? Does it go? It goes to Sunday as well, right? Yep. So not a little one. It's a big one. And the, you know, the ticket sales, they show us that as well. Uh, what do you, what do you guys think is aside from Orlando Megacon being big and Orlando being a place where a lot of people who just love this kind of stuff live or, you know, have, have moved to be near parks and stuff. Why do you think this one is, is selling so much better or, or is, is so much bigger? I mean, it's a bigger venue. So obviously we have more potential to sell, but what do you guys think? Ryan, as our resident Floridian, have you been mm-hmm. to Megacon before or? I have not. Okay. Yeah. This should be cool. I mean, Meg- Megacon is one of the top five largest conventions in the U.S., right? Well, there you go. I mean, that's part, that's definitely part of it that the word has spread about, about the event from, you know, the couple of other, con- other cons that there's been a mosh at. And I think that Orlando is historically a really good place for our bands to play music. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, being yellow card being from from Jacksonville, Jacksonville has throughout the years struggled to find that like two thousand cap venue. Sure, um, there's always been a, a one thousand cap, and then you kind of graduate, and then there's been like a seated twelve hundred, fifteen hundred the Florida Theater, um, and then you sort of graduate on up into amp- amphitheater space, right? So, House of Blues Orlando for us was al- always a bit of a hometown show. Uh, because we were touring at that like 2,000 and, and 2,500 cap level for so long. And I can't remember ever, even in a down year, struggling to sell tickets in Orlando at, a, at House of Blues. You know, um, hmm. there's there's a culture in that in Orlando around our music. And I think you combine the size and the magnitude of Megacon with that culture and, you know, the buzz through the band channels about Mosh. And I think that's why it's uh, popping off, as the kids say. I wish I had a Limp Bizkit sample right now. <laughs> yeah! Uh, Take it to the Matthews Bridge! I know a couple of reasons, too. Definitely everything Ryan just said. I think having a Disney park nearby is is a big deal. I think that really helps. Say more, uh, Say more about that. <laughs> and then, I mean, kind of the point right under that would be Star Cruiser folks. I think that all of us have a, a big tie-in with Star Cruiser and, and there's a good community down there for Star Cruiser. And um, thirdly, Florida F-U-X. That's it. That's all, yeah. that's all you need <laughs> right. to know. Florida's ready to party all the time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a fact. Megacon is also like, let's just say, for Celebration not being in the States this year because it was in London last year and it's going to be in the U- it's going to be in Japan next year, there is no official Star Wars party right megacon is quite literally celebration light it is stacked with star wars people this year so i'm wondering if maybe megacon became the default de facto yeah yeah, for people to travel to if they wanted to meet hayden christian and ewan mcgregor um i mean i want i want to do that both of those things i'd like to do that um like it's it's insane so you know i think having a star wars star wars party probably helps so, yeah. Are the the guests the Star Wars guests seem more plentiful at this one, right? Like it's just kept coming. It's, it's like insane. coming and coming and coming, like the waves of them. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Can I also note that you did say celebration is in Japan next year, boys? It's one year away. It's already <laughs> yes. been that long since the last one, and we're we're now coming up on a year away right. from the boys' trip to Japan. <laughs> it's happening. I've never been. I'm so excited. Dude, I'm very excited. For oh, this. Nick. Dude. Oh, Nick. I can't. I just can't get my head around that. We need extra days. If, that's, if I'm going with you for your first time, I've also never been. Oh, yeah. 
going extra days for sure. I, I have a I have a loose estimate. I've been thirty five times. I'm oh not exaggerating. God. That's insane. That's so that, good. That's that's around the amount of times I've been. I'm supposed to say mine first for people to be like, wow. And then you say yours and they're like, whoa. So <laughs> I, I'll just not say mine now. Sure. I just cannot wait for to, for you guys to come and wait, you know, because we're going to go early or late it. or whatever yeah. and, and do Japan things. And I just mm -hmm. can't wait to show you Tokyo. I can't wait. I can't wait to see the wonder in your eyes when we do stuff in Tokyo. I can't it's wait. The best. And I never want to leave. Yeah. yeah it's it, the best. So it is the best. That has nothing to do with this podcast, but man, I'm excited. Yeah, we're going. <laughs> Hey everyone, we want to take a moment to tell you about the sponsor of this podcast, Roosevelt's. You may know Roosevelt's as the company who makes those rad, all-over print button-downs with just about every franchise that you love. They of course have Star Wars, because this is a Star Wars podcast, but they also have Harry Potter, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, NASA, WWE, The Office, Nickelodeon, Rick and Morty, Friends, all kinds of other stuff, including new lines from Yellowstone and The Godfather. And not just button-downs, but t-shirts, they do shorts, jackets, hoodies, koozies, flannels, so many different kinds of items, so many dope designs. So if you're interested in picking something up for the first time, go to rsvlts.com and use promo code THANKTHEMAKER with no spaces to get 20% off your first purchase. Once again, that's rsvlts.com. Use promo code THANKTHEMAKER to get 20% off of your first purchase. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. So Ryan, now that you've been to Marsh Eisley, this mm -hmm. uh, Star Wars themed emo night, yeah, I, I guess our fourth official, right, is the one you were. Or no, Anaheim, wait. San Diego, Vegas, and then New York. Am I missing one? No, that's it. San right. Diego. You said San Diego. I said San Diego. Yeah. So New York was the fourth. Yeah. So Mosh the fourth be with you. Yeah. So since you've been and. You also have done a ton of emo nights, and that was kind of like your bread and butter before Yellow Card came back. Mm -hmm. You want to talk a little bit about the difference between your experience having done emo nights, you know, what crowds are like, what the vibe's like, and what Mosh Eisley is like, or what, what it's like for you, what it's like for a crowd, kind of the whole thing? For sure. Uh, I, so when Yellow Card um, essentially broke up forever, which really felt like forever, in 20, our last show was in March of 2017, I had been doing some emo nights um, for the for about two years. At that point, I started my first one was in the fall of 2015, and but but after the band broke up, I mean, I I yeah, I mean, I mean, I made a living doing emo night shows. I would I would probably I was doing like four to six a month sometimes. I mean, I was just flying all over the place. I did one in Singapore. Um, I did a couple in Japan. I I did one in London. I, I really really leaned hard into doing the shows. And side note, what's funny is when I first heard about the shows and like what they were people going to a show and then like not a band playing, just music playing. I was <laughs> such a hater. I just like did not understand the concept. And then I did my first one and I saw everyone just completely full of unbridled joy while they like moshed, no pun intended, and like lost their minds to the... Even though there wasn't a band playing, I was like, oh, well, you can't... You can't like 
shit on people having the time of their life. It's just right. too infectious. It's too fun, you know? And so I really got hooked to, to performing and doing, doing the shows. And I still love it. I just did one this weekend. I did the nine-year anniversary of Emo Night Brooklyn uh, with Jordan from Newfound Glory uh, and some other friends in New York this past weekend. It was an amazing show. So that said... Uh, emo night Brooklyn is the one I am most familiar with. I've never done uh, like another branded emo night, um, and the Brooklyn shows are very—they uh, can be big. Sometimes it's a thousand people, fifteen hundred people, but they feel just like your classic early two thousands club pop punk emo punk whatever show. It is up against the barricade. It's sweaty. It's circle pits. It's the whole thing, right? There's not a lot of frills. There's not. There's no bells and whistles. It's really just a celebration of of the music, right? Uh, so obviously what you guys have, uh, I, everyone listening should know. I, I bells and whistles. Yes. So I'm not involved in the planning or the organization or booking or anything with Mosh Eisley. I, uh, around the time that Mosh was starting, Yellow Card was picking back up, you know, deciding to uh, become a band uh, back from the dead very much so. And I just could not put another thing on my plate. So I did not, I haven't taken part in the planning side of Mosh. So I very much am like a fan of it or, you know, an, uh, an observer of what you guys have built and what you've done. And you're right, Nick, that's the thing. It's like the accoutrement that comes along with Mosh Isley is just so unique and interesting. And it's such a wild concept to think uh, that there are enough people, you know, that that love bands like Bayside and Story of the Year and Yellow Card that will come to a show fully decked out in cosplay, lightsaber in hand, and party like it's 1999. I mean, it's so great. And so I, I was almost able to go to the Vegas show and could not um, at the end of the day. And so uh, I, I came to the New York one, both to party and also to DJ a little bit. And it was everything I expected it to be and more. What, what you guys did with the, the story of the night, uh, we can talk about that later. We do a little I love you, I know. But the way you presented the show, it almost had a narrative to the to the show to keep, you know, Star Wars fans excited about being there in in a true sense of like Star Wars community because there were Star Wars things happening in the show. In between your My Chem and your uh, you know, Fallout Boy songs, you had these incredible moments that were were so special for fans to see happening because they were so thoughtful. So well planned, um, and you know I don't want to give too many spoilers. I guess we will if if we do a little favorite moments. But um, you know, if you're coming to one of these shows, you're not uh, just coming to an emo night. And and I'll finish by saying, if you're just coming to an emo night, it's because you know you're in your 30s, you got a couple kids, and you can't go see you know five bands a month anymore. So you consolidate it all into one week, one night, uh, where all those bands' music. Is played and you can still get a cold beer with your friends and party and it's it's a blast and that's what's made emo night so successful. I, I really believe um, it's almost generational has has created the success of emo night. But if you're coming to Mosh, it's that plus so much more because the sense of community, uh, things we talk about on the podcast all the time, um, where you you know you've spent your whole life as a fan of these things and and especially as a young person, as a kid, like a young kid, all of us had those times where we felt. Um, you know, a little bit isolated because we were so into this this fantasy and not all the cool kids were into that. Sure. Well, Mosh is a meeting of of minds of the coolest freaking kids. <laughs> and may it be 30 years later, you're you're in a room with, you know, other 30, 40, 50 year old people who are raising their lightsabers in the air and singing rock and roll songs that they love 
And I, I now that I've seen one after doing you know three hundred plus emo night events, um, I've I've never seen anything like it. And I, I think if you're if 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 you are listening to this podcast and you're going, I feel like Mosh Eisley is going to be very active going forward, um, involved with as you mentioned, Mike, like you know the top five, the big five Comic Cons and 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 others. But um, you know I think the 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 push forward to keep this event going and have it happen and take place. Uh, surrounding these big events, these big Comic Cons is going to happen. And so if you're listening to the podcast and you're a Star Wars fan, whether you have a costume or not, you don't need one. It it does make it more fun. But whether you have one or not, you really should come and experience this event. Um, I think even if you're not into like pop punk, emo, punk music, you should come and experience this at a, at a Comic Con weekend because it, it's just unlike any other after party or any other sort of event around the con um, and it, and it's so Star Wars centric, you know. Like these are not, to your point, Mike. This is not celebration. Mm-hmm. So where are you going to find all of the Star Wars fans? Come to Mosh, everyone's partying, and it's it's our own little Mosh Eisley, yeah, Moss Eisley Cantina. I, you know, I said Mosh. There you go. There's a slip. See? Uh, yeah. It's our own. It's our own little cantina, right? Where we get to get together and and just do that thing we talked about, Star Cruiser. You know, be adults that get to play. And I mean, where there aren't a lot of uh, places, times in your life as an adult where you get to do that. And Mosh Eisley is certainly one of them. So um, I'm super pumped that I get to come to another one and be there this weekend. And I just, yeah, it's, 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 it's emo night leveled up uh, just so, so much. It's, it's so cool. Lightened up. Dude. It, and that's our show, everyone. Thank yeah. you very much. For- <laughs> it's so rad to hear how, how stoked you were on the idea of the the additional stuff that we put in, you know, like the kind of story elements, because New York was light, much lighter on it than the San Diego Comic Con one that we mm-hmm. did, partly because the type of venue and the vibe. Yeah, Nick and I got to play Rebel Spies and yeah. were filmed by a professional film crew. Yeah. yeah, I'm an actor now. You're yeah, you're 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 a SAG actor. You're ready. <laughs> I'm back. I'm not on strike anymore. Yeah, Nick's going to be in like Law and Order, SVU, Law and Order, like all of them, every single. That one was of them. one of the most fun days of my whole life. Was showing <laughs> right. up on a film set with Nick and dressing up in scout trooper armor and pretending like we were rebel spies shooting, uh, you know, interactive film for a Mosh Eisley event. I mean, you guys, if you're listening, you really the the amount of care um, and time and effort that these guys um, and girls put into this event, it's it's really special. Well, this one, no spoilers, but stuff will happen again. There, there is story once again, and oh, what can I say? Well, I think that I mean, let's, let's. There's some let's, special. There's some special treats for for the for this the part that differentiates it from us is like we know that there is a, a brand out there of people who are enjoying this part of their life, the, this part of their life as an adult that's never been more sure of themselves at this point of being a huge Star Wars fan embracing the music we've completely turned into our parents in regards to being like oh there is no good music after 2000 classic rock dude yeah, we all right? we're, we're, we are in classic rock bands right. now it's a thousand yeah. percent yep emo emo music is dad rock at this point um but what's interesting about it i think from our perspective of being able to plan something like this is like we know so many talented people um, that have truly loved being a part of this from our from either you know Jason and Kiefer who have helped us with like a lot of the visual stuff and they helped us out again for this one. Um, you know some of our like our part our, our partners over at uh, at the at the Dad Batch that helped us with the costuming uh, to a, a super high level of doing things. 
Uh, it, it, it makes for, like you said, Ryan, for Star Wars fans to get this extra level of in-depthness. We were inspired by the Star Cruiser, absolutely, for um, being able to take a crowd um, and and be able to have some fun with them as an entity so that we feel like we have to uh, work together for something, but also just so that people can show up and also remember that Star Wars is amazing and for us to connect as fans of multiple fandoms, uh, that's what makes Mosh Eisley have the opportunity to do something different than just being a lightsaber, a lightsaber reskinned emo night. You know what I mean? There's 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 depth and layers to that, and then add the costuming, which like I'm I have to also say to everyone who has put together a costume, I have seen literally the raddest oh, costumes man. show so up cool. for this one. Like <laughs> already, this, so cool. Yeah, it's like it's literally like people getting going to Art Basel or something like that. It's like people just be like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta make all this stuff." Like it is, it is to that point where we are reposting people who are tagging Mosh Eisley in the, with their costumes, and it's either like the Roosevelt's crew, like there's some people in the Roosevelt's crew that go super hard at it, and then we've got these fans who have either this is their first time being here, or we have people who are traveling in for Mosh Eisley. Um, the costumes and the creativity is quite literally absolutely light speed you know for me personally to look at it and go i can't believe this part of the fandom exists as uh, as heavy as it does because it's incredibly inspiring to see people get this stoked on something yeah it's we've talked about this so many times but it's something that we didn't like we didn't intend from the beginning we didn't even intend for it necessarily to be an emo night right you know in the sense that, you know, you're on stage pumping people up and people are taking it in like a show and participating like a, like a live band show. But it just became that. And then the costuming part of it just happened. It was, it was also, for lack of a uh, less overused term, very organic. And here we are on, mm-hmm. you know, on the fifth official one, about to go hard. Like the biggest one we've ever done. Like we've never seen before. The venue is awesome too. Sun on the Beach. Um, you know, when you guys were scouting this and it kind of goes like to show how much goes into this, uh, we, uh, what, what did I say in the chat the other day? I've made 90, about 92 separate design assets between yeah. all the social media stuff, all of the merch, all of the sponsorship stuff that we have going on. Like it's, it's a, it's a full thing. Like that it is, it is not something it is not something that we take lightly in regards to planning it and putting it on. And so I think people have reckoned, people have like picked up that it's not a. We're trying to be adults. We're really we're trying. trying. Really we're hard. really like, trying. Really trying to be adults and plan Star things. Wars there are spreadsheets, there are tax forms. <laughs> There's a lot. We have a credit card that says Mosh Isley on it. <laughs> it's insane. We have to pay taxes on this stuff. It's insane. Yeah. So I, I I think on that side of things, what makes this one the the venue is awesome. A huge shout to Ben Crane at Fortune House Productions. Um, they were they've been kind of throwing their own events, and they've got this. They've really built this venue up, which is in it's you pronounce it because I say it wrong every time. It's Kissimmee, yeah, Kissimmee, Kissimmee, yeah, Kissimmee. okay, Kissimmee, dude. You gonna come out? Yeah. Down to Kissimmee, Florida. I'll tell you what. Tell you what, man. I'm ready for that. Going down I'm, to Kissimmee. I'm ready for that. But that, but they've really transformed this venue using Mosh as a catalyst for what kind of shows they want to attract 
in in the future. And I think this this one in particular is going to be an opportunity for them to flex all of their hard work. They've been installing, you know, like Ben makes stuff happen, man. Yeah, he's, he's a hard it's, worker. It's, it's great because Nick, you were at the venue. You you checked it out when we went down to Star Cruiser. When we were there for Star Cruiser. Yeah, and since then, it's pretty much been almost completely overhauled. Yeah, yeah. I hung out with Ben a little bit uh, this past weekend. Quick, funny story. So he was here for Nam, which you guys know what Nam is, but it's the mm. biggest, giantest like musician convention. Comic-Con for music. Yeah, right? but it's like a trade show also. So new products and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But a lot of gear and blah, blah, blah. But it was at the Anaheim Convention Center where Celebration was uh, a couple of years ago. And there must have been like three times the amount of people there for Nam than there were Celebration. It was insane parking was $70. <laughs> so I was going, I was going to meet Ben because he was there this weekend for, um, he works with a company called in-ears with a Z for in-ear monitors. And I was like, I need a new pair. I'm going to go through Ben for this. So I was going to go to the booth and get like impressions made, like molds of my ears made. And I show up there and it's insanely packed and parking was $70. And I'm like, I'm not coming in there for 10 minutes to pay $70. There's no chance. So he brought his dude from the company out to the parking lot of the Clarion hotel with all of the gear to mold my ears. And I did it out of the trunk of my car. (laughs) (laughs) What a guy. And just make stuff happen. It's great. That's dope. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. All right, let's take a minute and go through details for the show. Some just like technical stuff that you'll need to know if you're going, um, and also some, sh- some shout outs and some, some other things uh, to expect, even if you're not going or you haven't decided whether or not you're going. Rather, uh, this is important stuff. Let's talk show details. Like, like we've said, Sun on the Beach in Kissimmee, Florida. It's like a suburb of Orlando, just like a few miles from the, the convention center, the Orange County Convention Center, where, um, Megacon is happening. It's a very Disney-centric community. There, there, yeah. there are a lot of hotels in Kissimmee where people stay when they're going to Disney. Yeah, I admit that Kissimmee um, has been in my Zillow search for the past couple of years. My man, I'm on down. Uh, you know, there's things. Um, so VIP doors are at seven o'clock. VIP tickets uh, are sold out. Still at GA. Those uh, GA doors are at eight. Show starts uh, nine-ish. Goes till midnight-ish. It's Florida. I think it can technically go into the next day. I don't think that matters. Like, I don't remember if people turn into vampires at midnight or if that's... Like, how does it work? What's the... I think it's a, it's a full moon after 3 a.m. We turn into gators, bro. G- gators, yeah. Leatherhead from Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, a few sponsors that are awesome that are going to be there selling and are also, you know, as you've probably seen um, on social media, doing some special things. Crafted Cores, a company that makes custom kyber crystals for the, the Savvy's Workshop lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Talked about them a bunch. They've been a, a sponsor in the past. They're going to be selling there. Do they have... What do they have that's special for the show? I know he's launching something, right? They have these really sick, like, light-up Mosh Eisley signs that you can set them on your shelf. They're they're super cool. And then they have these um, these 3D-printed... I think what's it called a lithophane or whatever. What, how, how do you print it? I can't lithograph. Remember. Lithograph, I think. That's actually it's like three D embossed, and then when you put light behind it, it shows up in like a perfect uh, 
yeah, kind of like how your eye will flip like a gestalt grouping or something like that. Um, but they're, yeah. they're making a bunch of stuff in addition to their kyber crystals. You probably figure it out. Bring an extra battery if you've got a, a lightsaber that has a battery. Mm-hmm. Bring a little juice charger in case you want to keep your lightsaber on all night. So bring a couple of those. It's c- totally cool to have batteries in your pocket. Everyone's cool with it. <laughs> then, too, like, you know, if you want to go and check out Crafted Cores, those kyber crystals are insane because they have... There's custom- a new one that he just put out pretty recently that is shaped like Darth Maul, like... It looks like Darth it's Maul. So it's so awesome. It's yeah, insane. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. It's, it's cool. only like 40 bucks too. Yeah. He's got a newer Ahsoka one as well, right? I think so, yeah. So it's got the sound fonts in it, so it'll change your savvy saber to sound uh, a specific way. And then it also changes the blade color, I believe, yeah? And yep. that's that's unbelievably cool that you can just swap that little crystal out just like you would in a real lightsaber. Uh, and it and it changes the entire feel of, you know, it changes the entire saber. Um, and those guys have been awesome. They've sponsored, like you said, Adam, one of our, our previous shows. Uh, and and they're makers, man. They're just, they're creators. They're yep. super fans. And, and I love that. So we're stoked to have Crafted Cores on board for sure. Note those crystals also work in the Galaxy's Edge holocrons. Yeah, true. Gabber Crete is another sponsor that we're super, super stoked to have. If you, if you don't follow Gabber Crete, like if you... If you do any Star Wars cosplaying outside of just wearing a replica of a specific character's costume. So if you're more like us, we like to sort of do our own thing and create our own story. Yeah, like a denizen look. You know, you just want to look in-universe. Gabbercrete is that. So she started with just this kind of, you know, general generalized kind of poncho design, which Which is amazing. everyone on Etsy has ripped off now. Yeah. (laughs) It's a great, great look. And she's such a legit... Taylor, you know, she, you know, she was a, a guest on Armor Party and talked about her process. Yep. She's so legit. Went to school for this. She's a pro, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, she makes great stuff. She's got, you know, a scoundrel shirt. She's got a new a jacket that's going into like a production yep. run, like, almost like a retail level. She's jacket. got the caps, those those like Star Wars hats with like the pl- box pleats on the top, like almost like Ferrex looking. Emma is so good at uh, just nailing that Star Wars style in in like a in a different way. You know what I mean? Like obviously a lot mm-hmm. of re- a lot of classic Star Wars is repurposed old military stuff, but it's really refreshing to see uh, a new take on Star Wars style. And I think Emma is probably uh, she is one of the best in in terms of the scoundrel jackets and the custom stuff that she does like it's crazy how you look at it and go that silhouette just screams star wars it's amazing so really excited to have her um have she and she was at the first mosh too so it's super cool for her to kind of come full circle and be a sponsor of this one and she's up in i think she's in a uh, right right south of atlanta i believe um so her yeah they're they're i'm super excited to have gabacrete there it's gonna be great i'm gonna get one of those jackets someday i'm gonna get that somehow i'm gonna get that Some... box pleat master yep emma of capricorn who else we got what other sponsors we got legion sabers mm. what do you guys know about legion sabers this is one i'm out of the loop on well here's what's cool about what we have going on social media for us uh, you know a lot of you people who follow us get to see a lot of the same stuff what do you mean lot, you people we, <laughs> we uh we we definitely boost posts and blah 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 just try to reach our crowd who don't follow us already and not too long ago legion sabers uh found us and was just like 
oh my God, this looks like the best place ever. We're coming. And just me and Sarah started a chat with them and they're going to let us use some of their lightsabers on stage, which is great and really is very helpful for us to not have to travel with our own sabers. And I think they'll be doing a giveaway of at least one saber, if not more, at Mosh Eisley. So we're still uh, kind of figuring out the, the plan there. But they're, they're kind of a, a newer uh, a sponsor, which is great. Stoked oh my it. God, Finn is at the door crying. Can you hear him? I can't. Yeah, tell me it over. My He's like, I want a lightsaber. Come on. <laughs> but my dad doesn't even love me. You're turning him to the dark side right now. Breaking my heart, bro. You're not giving him enough paternal love. He's a bad boy. And then lastly, Celebration Brewing. Mike, we won't divulge any behind-the-scenes details here, but you made something amazing that we may or may not see at this Mosh Eisley. We're hoping. We're crossing our fingers. Tell us about Celebration Brewing. Uh, Celebration Brewing, I think, is down in Old Town. I think that's their. I think that's their their local spot. Um, and like a lot of uh, these craft breweries, uh, are able to kind of pivot and do some really cool stuff on short notice that some of the bigger, larger breweries can't do. So they hit us up about a project, and just like all things, when it comes to actually. <laughs> when it comes to actually making things and like beer needs to be grown and, and brewed and uh, fermented and all that kind of stuff. Um, we're crossing our fingers, but they've, they have done something awesome. We're hoping it pans out in time, but like everything, it's there's like, a little hiccup. There's a little, little hiccup. But little hiccup. if it happens, it happens. Somebody peed in the beer. Somebody peed in the beer. We're going to have to say it out loud. <laughs> right, right. They use Naboo water. It was an adult. It's a little too Gungan. Um, but we'll, uh, yeah, it's, if, if, it, if we can pull it off, it's, it's going to be awesome. So we're super excited about that. Um, and our friends are Luke left coast Avenger, uh, who's been a, a Vans rep for a long time since kicks over to Nick and I to, uh, customize for our costumes. Vans was a sponsor of the first one. Uh, Luke has always been down. Look at that. Crispy. I've been wearing them today to try to weather them. Break them nice. in a little bit. Oh yeah. Break them in. Um, so Vans, Vans has been great. And then we've also got what's, what's really cool is our Gaia Bree. Uh, she is making custom uh, treats for us uh, with the Star Wars theme. She does a lot of incredible baking and uh, she does these like, custom cakes and all this kind of stuff. So um, for people who are coming to the event too, I know this is a logistical thing, um, but you will they do have food there. Um, but as you can assume, 800 people looking to buy food at the same time, waitlist. The wait might be long, um, but between Brie and the food that they've got there, which looks really good, um, we feel like you're going to be pretty self-contained. You're going to be very happy. Your stomach's going to be happy. Don't eat too much. We need you to jump around for four hours. Like, you know, be smart. Be smart. We'll get a few loaves of bread and some potatoes and we'll just, you know, just dole that out off stage. Potato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're super excited because Brie, Brie was our, um, our Gaia. Uh, on the Star Cruiser, our our final Star Cruiser voyage. And, Gaia uh, rips. Yep, and pinch of I think it's pinch of salt bakes. I think that's her Instagram uh, to go check out her amazing work. She's super talented. So her, we're looking forward to seeing her, having her. She's obviously local Orlando royalty, so we're very excited that she was able to come be a part of this. And um, yeah, our sponsors are some of the reason uh, why we are able to keep this thing going. So we're very. Grateful. I want to say one thing about Legion Sabers. Legion Sabers asked us to put somebody on the guest list. And I was like, oh. there's no way this person is going to come because they are, I'll just say they're a face actor in Star Wars. Why haven't you told me this? 
We'll tell you off air. Yeah, we'll tell you off air. And I'm like, there's 0% chance this person is going to come. But you know what? You never know. If they do, I kind of think our crowd is going to be very respectful. I I honestly can't believe that Mark Hamill was even going to be there, but it's so nice (laughs) that Luke Skywalker will be in attendance. He wants to get on stage. Oh, well, I already (laughs) talked to him. I thought you were talking about someone else. Big pop punk fan. Yeah. Mark Hamill. Huge, huge, huge. He's like, oh my gosh, like all American rejects. He demands to sing. He wants to sing. Yeah. Well, first he says, don't make me sing. Yeah. And then. And then he goes up there and he does the best rendition of I Do Anything by Simple Plan. It's really marvelous. (laughs) No, he does both the singing and the screaming in in Ohio is for Lovers. It's great. Right. 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 He is that good. He is that good. So, uh, but there is someone, yeah, if, if they come and, uh, you know, you never know who shows up. You never know who comes to Mosh Eisley. You never know. Lucky enough. We we're left, uh, lucky enough to have a couple people from The Mandalorian come to New York. Ashley's like, yeah, I'll be in bed. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. It'll be dangerous. It's not an early show. No. Nope. Yeah. And it's not New Kids in the Block or Bayside. So she's not showing up. Has she been to a third concert yet? Oh, I think you were her third concert. Two new kids on the block and one Bayside. Okay. <laughs> That's great. All right. Lastly, not a sponsor, but um, an organization. So my wife has done a bunch of work getting something worked out for this particular event because it's in Florida and like Missouri, it's a place that needs to, to do some work on some stuff. So I just stay inside my house. We're uh, doing a charity raffle. So we have a Leia poncho. The, it's the Galaxy's Edge Endor poncho. Pretty dope. And we have a sticker pack. It's a three-sticker pack. It's three of the designs that I did right after Roe versus Wade was overturned. And I did, I did the, um, the Leia resist graphic. And uh, you know all the women of Star Wars, I did kind of one for each of the major characters. So it's a three-sticker pack. They look amazing. We got them in yesterday. With minimum $10 donation for a raffle entry, you'll get that three sticker pack. If you want to do another entry, you know, another $10, whatever you can, you can do it in increments like that. I mean, ultimately the poncho is what 80 bucks. So like mm-hmm. think of it like a donation because you're getting a sticker and potentially getting this prize, but we wanted, you know, a little incentive to get people involved. It's, this is all benefiting the Orlando women's center, which uh, is an important little place in, uh, in Orlando because Life for women in states like Missouri and Florida, not the best, not great. I'm going to be very honest. So thought that was um, an appropriate thing to do to raise some money in this way. If you got the stickers, we should take some good pictures of them. And uh, yes, we'll toss them online soon. Mike, this is the part where I ask you to do graphic asset number 92 mm, um, and see if maybe yes, we can post yes, about yes. that tomorrow. I have, uh, I have 24 hours until I get on a plane to come. So uh, you have until then. For sure. I will be on my plane already in less than 12 hours. Wow. Kind of crazy. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm driving with a seven-week-old. <laughs> Happens all the time. Who loves Star Wars. I watched him. You wa- you sent a video of him watching Star Wars today, which I love. Dude, it begins. Like, they, they right? They kind of talk about how, like, you, the kid can't really see much yet, at, even at six, seven weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I was holding him. I was like, I'm going to put this on. I'm going to put Young Jedi Adventures on. I'm going to put it on and just see. And he was like, You're, you, everyone's going to think I'm making this up. He was like, oh, I'm holding him here. And he's like, you know, rub, rubbing his face. My, you know, kind of rooting. They call it rooting. If you haven't had any kids yet, rooting means they're hungry. So he's like, that's not what it means in Australia. Hey, but he's doing that. And, and like, all, and then Master Yoda came onto the screen. And I'm not, I, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not making this up. He stopped 
He laid his head into my chest and he just stared at the television, just, just staring at it while Yoda was on screen. And I shot a video to send you guys because it was miraculous. <laughs> Dude, you wonder if it was the combo of the bright colors and the green and the voice. It was Yoda. But I'm saying Yoda's voice specifically drew him in, you know, like uh, truly a unique voice in Star Wars. And then the colors, his force aura, perhaps. Does he have a Narkina 5 uh, or a Narkina suit on? Um, no, he has like a vintage Mickey, uh, Mickey Mouse Studios onesie on. Oh, okay. All right. Poor kid. Doesn't stand a chance. He's just a nerd. He's already a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Between now and kindergarten, until he leaves the house on his own for a day to go to school, he has to wear that uh, Narkina suit every day. You should do it to him. On program. Dad, yeah. I don't want to wear this. On program. Yep. All right. We were going to talk about our, our favorite Mosh Eisley moments, which we can if we have one. But I also put it to the, to the patrons here in the chat with some favorites. Um, anybody want to read some of these? Yeah, let's let them let them do the thing. We don't need to do it. Well, the other thing is to wait, wait, hand remind people one more time. Nick has Nick has been very adamant about parking and letting people. Oh, parking. oh, sorry. Before, yeah, just say the parking thing, get it out of the way. So here, here's uh, speaking of Ben a little earlier. He hit us up probably two weeks ago and basically said, "Good news and bad news. You guys are putting on the biggest event that Old Town Kissimmee has ever had, ever. So that's the good news. <laughs> and and okay. bad news is there's definitely not enough parking for everybody. So I assume a lot of people are going to be drinking at our party anyway. So obviously, rideshare is going to be your best bet. Can't emphasize that enough. Just take Uber or Lyft. If you have to drive, definitely bake in 30 or 45 minutes uh, beforehand to look for parking. There's very, very limited free parking. And then there's limited pay parking that is $10 cash only. So good luck. We're trying to warn everybody. Pass May the, the word. force be with you. <laughs> pass, pass that uh, parking info on to other people. But please just ride share. It will be the easiest thing for you to do. This is true. This is the way. This is the way. Nice. Nick, you were, you were already talking, so... Keep talking. Yeah, before I was rudely interrupted, Mike. Well, logistics forester over here. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Guy loves parking. He's always talking about parking. You're the Geico commercial of turning into your parents. <laughs> got to leave four hours early, okay? You got to leave four hours early. Okay, let's not talk about parking on the podcast. That's the, guy, that's the Geico commercial for Mike. How many pillows do you have on your couch? <laughs> uh, some favorite moments uh, from the Discord server. Ethan said, Vader's entrance and interaction at Mosh San Diego was a rad highlight for me. I was watching in my bunk on tour live basically like just people's posting and i was just like when vader showed up i'm like how did he get up there what are you guys doing this is insane i don't know how you guys pulled that off that was great yeah, we did but vader was like up in on the second level it was like a real uh what, what do they call that a real it's not bait and switch kind of scenario well, there's a misdirection you had everyone looking at the stage yeah, yeah misdirection yeah yeah yeah, yeah that was yeah. great uh, NATO Potato says Black Santin, Zach, and the Knights of Chem on stage at San Diego. The big Death Star in the crowd at Vegas. Dang. Here's the thing with the big Death Stars. Oh, boy. They're really hard to come by, and we only have three of them right now. So we're looking for more because they break. We got to get one of those Walmart pool patch kits. Yeah. Well, the one, the one in New York, I watched someone stab it. Not on purpose, but I watched a lightsaber go through it. <laughs> 
And I was like, okay, well, we'll we're going to have to fix that one. But I think the venue threw it out. You're like, honestly, that's on brand. That's on brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The venue threw it out before we even got our hands on it. So, boo. Rude. What else do we have here? Uh, Masaccio, 87. The whole lead up to Mosh San Diego itself was an amazing experience, but being invited by the man, the myth, the legends, act the maker to be part of the Knights of Chem, being welcomed into that group and witnessing the whole thing coming together and continue onward has been pretty sweet. That was an amazing moment. Yeah. I love the Knights of Chem. Uh, and speaking of, Zach the Maker says, my favorite mosh memory is when Jafar ended up on stage and Dano was shook <laughs> by it in Vegas. <laughs> Vegas got real Vegas towards the end. Yeah. I just said Vegas. That was not an actual favorite moment. I'll read his actual <laughs> favorite moment. Zach's making jokes over here. Zach says he's just kidding. My favorite uh, mosh memory was the first mosh in Anaheim where my whole group almost didn't get in because we were one ticket short. We ended up walking away and the Ticketmaster bouncer dude chased us down and gave us a ticket. I ended up on stage and Broom Boy was there. It was awesome and started something. You could say it awoken something. The Force. Have you felt it? The force was awakened. The force woke up. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. All right. Like I said, at the time of this recording, we're, you know, some of us are mere hours from leaving for Orlando. Um, some of us are a couple days. Either way, the time that this is published, the con's going to be in full swing. The clock is ticking. So if you're watching right now and you're trying to go get tickets right now, if you're hearing this for the first time, really hurry up and go get tickets right now. MoshIsley.com has the link to that. Go check it out. And, oh, someone mentioned something about um, setting up a link for an online donation situation for the charity benefit for the uh, the Women's Center. We will try to make that happen. That's a good idea. And thank you. Nice. All right, dudes. I hope you're ready. I'm not. Time is running out. I don't have to do any work, really, so I get to just be ready. <laughs> thank you, Ryan. Thank you very much. I have a lot of work to do. My lightsaber is fixed. My, my fit is ready to go. The batteries are charging. Good times. Great oldies. All right, we'll see everyone at Mosh Isley. If we don't see you there, sorry for your loss. We'll see you at the next one. See you there, or I'll see you at another time. <laughs> I love you all, and until next time, may the force be with you. If you enjoy Thank the Maker, you can support us by following and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or you can support us directly at patreon.com slash thankthemakerpod, where you can get access to our Discord server, exclusive content, exclusive merch, our recording live stream, and more. Our patrons quite literally make Thank the Maker possible. <laughs>